It's day 17 of the Odisha Men's Hockey World Cup in Babanazwa, and what a tournament it's been. You're going to need a four-sided coin to pick them from now, folks. And welcome to the World Cup Daily. My name's John Lee. I'm joined by Matt Allen, and we're excited about hockey. Boy, oh boy, are we excited, and what fantastic games last night. John, you don't need lots of celebratory moments in a game of hockey to have a great game of hockey, and we certainly had two of those last Tense, night. Tense, tight, played at fantastic tempo both games, uh, really loved it. The, it's interesting when we talk about the skill on display, because when we get to the stats, we'll talk about skill and pressure, the, the, the defensive skills and pressures that were on display last night fantastic. Yeah, absolutely no doubt. Defensively, both games uh, almost faultless. Just, just great to see. And like I said, it, it doesn't have to always be goals, goals, goals to um, to excite the crowd. No, but it helps to have a postman. <laughs> okay, let's get on to those games, shall we? We'll start with the early one. Get me research out here, and it was Germany versus Belgium for the right to play England in the semi-final. And uh, well, you picked it. I did exactly. I think it's the first one I've got right all uh, all the way through the World Cup Daily podcast, John. But yes, I did indeed flag up a two-one win for Belgium. They did not disappoint. They didn't. Germany opened the scoring in the 14th minute, just before quarter time, through number 16, and that's Didier Lindekoo. Yes, well done to Dieter. Super ball from Tom Grambush for that one. Found him just behind the spot, unmarked, open, and he unleashed. Bang. In a win. And, um, you know, I think people were expecting Germany to score a few, and so it wasn't a surprise to see him get on the board first, but I think from pretty much then on, it was Belgium who seemed to control the game. They certainly kept Loverboy very quiet, didn't they? They did. You'd be disappointed he's not going on in the tournament, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Although Ra- I thought Rambo was pretty good, pretty co- competitive in midfield there. I mean, first quarter possession stats were pretty similar. Belgium 51-49, to 49, Germany. But then Belgium 57-43 to 43 in the second quarter, 65-35 to 35 in the third quarter, um, and Germany edged it back to an even game in the f- in the last quarter there. Um, I think a lot of that possession came in the last few minutes after Belgium scored the goal. The ten minutes to go in the last quarter. Intriguing game. Um, I don't know. What do you say about it, Matt? It was just fantastic to watch. Well, the equaliser came in quarter two, didn't it? That was from the Hendricks, uh, Jimmy Hendricks, uh, sorry, Alexander Hendricks uh, corner, uh, straight down the middle, 1-1, and then it was just end-to-end uh, right away to the end of quarter three. Uh, frenetic stuff, and uh, like, yeah, like we said before, just super defended. Don't tell me the goal, he just saw a purple haze and couldn't... Well, i tell you what, mate, T- Toby Walter had an absolute smashing game, and we said one of the weaknesses for Germany looked like it was going to be those short corners, but well, it wasn't that in the first half, because he was stopping everything that went anywhere near That's him. That's right. Um, and a great goal for Germany, uh, for Belgium to take the lead there, and they held on to take out that 2-1 victory. And uh, after the game, Thomas Breels had a chat. Yeah, just uh, working hard together uh, with the whole team, keeping the structure and uh, also playing with the mind. Not too much with the heart, a little bit with the heart, but also with the mind. And I think we did really well. Uh, we followed the game plan and uh, we worked really hard. It was a tough game, but I think uh, all the games going to be really tough now. So, uh, yeah, proud of the team and uh, yeah, proud of everyone. And that was Thomas Breels talking to Hockey India after the game. Now, playing with minds. Was he playing with the minds of the Germans or uh, talking about themselves? Now, he, of course, uh, had that shot saved, uh, which then gave Boone the opportunity to get the 
the winner, the 2-1 win, and that's the Belgians going on to their first ever semi-final appearance. Yes, and, uh, you know, well done to Belgium. They've been getting better every game, and, uh, you know, they're in form at the right time of the tournament, that's for sure. Arthur Van Doren picked up Man of the Match. That's his second one of those for the tournament, and it would have been very close between him and Gunard, who, who would have uh, got his third Man of the Match performance for the tournament. So it just shows how important some of those characters in there. Briel's fantastic, Bone fantastic, yep. Charlie a fantastic. It's just, you know, it's, um, they're really coming together as a team now. Well done to King Arthur there. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the second game. He'd be a prince as well, though, wouldn't he? A uh, Prince Arthur. He'd be a Prince Arthur and a king. Oh, you can't well, be the both at the same time. Can't you? No. Well, it's, well you can be uh, World Player of the Year and Junior Player of the Year <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Moving on. Well done. Oh, that was very clever. Uh, India versus Netherlands was the next uh, quarterfinal for the right to play Australia in the semi-final coming up tomorrow. And wow, what a game that was, Matt. I, I couldn't take my eyes off it, John. No, it was, um, I've it actually, was... I've just, as you just mentioned it, then I've just got a few goosebumps because I was absolutely glued to it, and of course, tweeting away and messaging people left, right, and centre as it was going on. But yeah, an enthralling game, um, a, a great advert for our game, packed house, uh, the home nation expected, didn't they? Oh, and look, the the crowd did the righty by the game generally. Uh, there were some moments yeah, where there was the dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> Just dead silence. Um, but it was a fantastic game. Well done to both sides and played in a really tough, um, aggressive without necessarily stepping over the line. Yeah, there's a bit of silliness towards the end. There's uh, the Rohadas thing or whatever. But look, dumb ga- more, you know, yeah. more than, um, what would, would the term be? Uh, Vicious. Malicious, yeah, yeah, yeah malicious, yeah, yeah. vicious. No, played in the right spirit. Uh, Indy were lively early. Simranjit was certainly uh, lively early on, and it's what the game needed was the uh, the goal from Akash Deep oh. to to set the crowd alight and and put a bit of fire into the belly of the Indian boys if they needed any more. Uh, well taken from where he was, the position he was in, he made almost impossible for anybody to stop it. So but, but, it was well taken. Permian Black saved the Harman Preet corner, came out to Akish Deep, who was off to the left of the goal, and a nice timer up and over the keeper and into the top of the net. Yeah, not much they could have done about that. And uh, the crowd went absolutely mental. Uh, everybody in the stadium went completely bonkers. Uh, then, uh, well, Matt, how long does a quarter of hockey go? Uh, Fifteen minutes, John. Yeah, do you think we should pass it on to um, perhaps... Hockey India and the commentators that uh, it's not 14 minutes plus a bit of time to chat at the end it's 15 minutes of hockey play to the whistle please boys that's exactly right and that's what the Netherlands did when they scored in with about what four five three, seconds three seconds I think three on the seconds, went in yeah. on the clock yeah uh, number 25 for the Netherlands Thierry Brinkman yeah well uh, Preusser hit it in from around the 25 didn't he and it was it was stinging is that the four seat Mirko Preusser um, no, it's the uh, you can get you know you can get them from Hertz van van rental. Oh, the the, the, the Mirko Preusser three door. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, very very cheap. Right, I think twenty nine dollars a day. Oh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, good ball in from Mirko, and uh, it wasn't given initially. It went to referral, and uh, a beautiful little touch from Brinkman. Um, he guided the ball superbly inside the the um, keeper's right hand post and. Nobody could do anything oh, look, about it. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking more on that goal later. Uh, from there, it was a tense struggle. Um, oh, chances at both ends, you know. Chances. There was uh, the umpires. I thought did really, really well to keep control of the game, and the players always knew uh, what the umpires was thinking. Best summed up by this little piece of commentary. No. You can't come over here. We're on video. Stop. 
I believe that word is stop. It may have been reported, uh, and I thought so as well, that the word term used was piss off. Um, we've got the forensic audio team on, so yeah, we've slowed stop. it down, we've listened, and we think it's stopped twice on there. Yeah, but they, they, you know, just told the players, this is our game, mate, you stay over there and play your game, and we'll do our job over here. And, you know, I thought they did an excellent job, although I must admit, I would have given the Dutch a short corner on that last video referral that they lost a couple of minutes before the end of the game. I thought there was a stick obstruction when the Indian player stood there and made sure that the uh, Dutch player couldn't swing their stick. But Well, we, we had time for a couple of disallowed goals. The Indians thought they'd had, had one in, but they'd, uh, it'd come off the foot coming into the D. And uh, there was the one where Bob de Herder, um he had he kicked it at the the start of the the move and was involved oh, maybe a good thirty seconds later and stuck it away but they called it back and referred and that was disallowed also. But the, I mean, if you look at the stats, it was pretty much yeah. It's an interesting game. The stats wise, overall it was fifty six percent India to forty three percent the Netherlands. The first quarter forty eight to fifty two percent though. So Netherlands had an edge in the first quarter. Sixty four percent of the play to India in the second quarter. Uh, it edged back to a bit more even in the third quarter, 52 to 48% in favour of the Indians. And then in the last quarter, 63% to 37%. And I think most of that possession came once the Dutch had scored their second goal in the 50th minute. And it was off a penalty corner to uh, Mink van der Veerden. It was a charging run from Van Ass that won it in the first place. Uh, he, yep. he, he rode a few rough challenges getting in towards the top of the Dean. It was called just outside, short corner given. And Mink does what Mink does best. And what um, shows up exactly how tough and hard and defensive this match was, I think, is the pass accuracy. Now, well, this is, you were saying 70% plus yesterday. No, that's, that's, that's what the Dutch, when they're playing well, that's what yeah. they go at, 70% plus. They're going at under 60. The first um, first quarter, they were going at 54%. India were only 56 uh, 49% to 57 in favour of India in the second quarter. 65 to 57, they lifted it in the third quarter, the Dutch. But then it was 55% Dutch, 56% India in the, the last quarter. And it was a very hard-fought game. I mean, that, that's Especially the Netherlands are a team that usually has a great deal of accuracy and passing and completion rates, those sorts of yeah, things. Well, I think the accuracy levels came from both sides on their tackling accuracy. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was superb. Now, Surrender uh, got the man of the match. He was in the back line there for the Indians. Maybe some others, you know, you certainly think that there might well, have been a few others Well, I think you worthy. have to be a standout player if you're going to get it from the losing team. Like, oh, you have to be a real standout. Yeah. Well, oh, he, I, thought there was players I, I saw there. plenty of him on the ball. He was in the very good. I'm not saying half, he wasn't so. good. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, fantastic game, and it was the Dutch that ended up winning 2-1. Um, it, was, it was almost like a funeral after the game, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a really interesting dynamic game. So, someone, someone's got to lose, and if you're India, who, who do you mind losing to? 2-1 in a game that you're in for the whole 60 minutes. Um, yeah, someone's got to lose. Now, it's slightly disappointing we didn't get all of the uh, the interviews and audio and things coming up from the Indian players in the mix zone or after the game, and there's still nothing on the Hockey India um, page. That's but they had a lead there, didn't they? Uh, sorry? They had a lead there. They did, yeah. From the Argentinians who didn't turn Well, up. yeah, that's right, who apparently didn't want to do any let's, press after let, their game. Let's hold that because uh, we've got a bit of general hockey talk to chat shit about. Hi, I'm Trey Mitten, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Now, uh, semi-finals, first of all, before we get to all that other extraneous stuff, Matt, the semi-finals will be kicking off Saturday afternoon for, well, Saturday evening for us, but Saturday afternoon in Babanazwa. And it will be in the first game. Now, before we tell you the fixtures, these are earlier games. They've been played at an earlier time than all the other games have been played. 
Um, the semi-final one between England and Belgium will kick off, even though it's not a kick-off. I just can't bring myself to say it. It's going to send to pass, mate. It, it will begin... Just stop. Hashtag, bring back the bully. Carry it on. Will be, it will begin at 4pm Babanazwar time. So it will be kicking off a whole hour earlier than what the pool games did. Dial that into whatever you have to dial it into to make sure that you catch the start of that game. So if you're in Australia, that's 6.30. If you're in the UK, that's 10.30 in the morning. Uh, 6.30. 6.30 for the first game uh, in here Australia. Australia. 6.30pm in Australia. In, sorry, in Perth, Western Australia. <laughs> that's better. That's better. <laughs> it's on the 9.30 side. on the East Coast. That's right. Except for in Queensland. Oh, You'll figure it out. Look, look, IST on the old... Uh, yeah, just India standard time. And anyway, that game will begin at, at 4pm. Semi-final two, Australia versus the Netherlands. That game will be commencing at 6.30pm, Babanazwar time. So I'm not sure what... I, I mean, I know there's a, they changed the gap for the crossovers and stuff in case of uh, penalty stroke, shootout, whatevers. But I'm not sure exactly why these, these games uh, have been moved to the earlier times. The bronze medal game on Sunday will be played at... 4.30pm Babanazwa time with the gold medal match to go on at 7pm so that's what's happening with the fixtures over the weekend England versus Belgium, Australia versus Netherlands, looking forward to two ripping games and we'll preview them more in tomorrow's podcast because it's a daily, we are having one every day now, if you've got your scored fancy dream team, get you've got three new transfers to make going into these semi-final games. Use them wisely. A um, little bit of change on our ladder, but we'll save that until tomorrow, John. We'll update. Okay. Um, what do you make of the Argentinians not turning up to the press conference? Uh, I think you've, it's part of the game, isn't it? Win, lose, or draw. Poor you, form. You, you, you need to front up. Um, if we want to set examples to younger generations, we've got to let people know that losing is okay and it's just all part of the process. And you know what? No, nothing beats authenticity. And if you're pissed off about it, just be that. Go to the press conference and say that. Yeah. I am not happy. You're not going to get much out of me because I'm not in the frame of mind to really say anything other than swear at you constantly. <laughs> Just say that and people will understand if you're authentic about it, they'll, they'll like you for it and they'll accept it. Uh, but really poor form in the modern era of trying to promote the game. I hope the FIH have a quiet word to them about that performance. And that goes for Indian, the whole thing with, you know, the Indian players suddenly disappearing from social media. They've been all over it for the last six months almost. And you can't open up any social media feed without hearing about the wonderful deeds of Indian hockey. Well, this is the time when you have to face up. These are the moments that build the character for you to go on and become champions. That's if right. you just run away from it, you'll never be it. Just before we leave yesterday's games, John, we did manage to get some audio on the ground from our man Mihir Vazavda from right. the uh, the Indian Express, and he caught up with Hertz Van Rental. Do you think once you got that bit sorted, it was easy yeah. to kind of control the game? I think that was the key to, to not letting them... Because uh, the only way the, the danger for India came is uh, sloppy loss of possession from our team. So it wasn't structural build-up by India. It was loss of possession by us. And uh, we took that out in the second half and it was much better. Was it one of the weaknesses that this was that Indians cannot kind of build, build play and steal yeah. position so easily? Well, I think they can. Obviously they can. But yeah, we're, we're a good team as well. So we analysed them really well. I thought the game plan was spot on. And um, yeah, I mean, they can build up, obviously. But yeah, they live off mistakes.
mistakes. That's the way they play, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that uh, way of play. It got them to be number five in the world, so uh, they're doing something right. right. But yeah, I mean, we're not entirely stupid, so uh, we sort of know what to expect. Hi, I'm Trey Mitten, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at your Disha Hockey World Cup. And thanks to Mahir Vasavta there for that audio of uh, Hertz Van Rental. Well done. To Jerome. No, he had a good game. Didn't no, yeah, super. He had a yeah. very good game. They need to score some more goals from my scored for the <laughs> team. Well, not now. I don't want him to score any more bloody goals. He's out. He's out from tonight, obviously. Interesting comments, though, from the rental. Um, you know, vis a vis the way India play and, yeah. and game plans, etc. And um, it, I think he's right, actually. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Because I've had some secret audio sent to me. All right. Um, in relation to VIP game. Okay. Uh, had a spy over there on the inside who's uh, let me in on what really went on, and this is apparently what was said. What the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, Just a short grab. It was. Well, yeah. you know, that Alan Chesney got over there. He sorted it out for him. Oh, it's been sorted, has it? Yeah, he, he went over there and he sorted it out for him. So thanks to Alan. Diplomatic envoy. He is. Um, just before we go today, John, I know we've got to get to our generically sponsored goal. Wait, we've got a sponsor for today, but I'll get to that in a second. We I just want to just um, just uh, give a little bit of uh, a doth of the cap to these following players that have got through some pretty good milestones in this tournament. So Mark Pearson from Canada, 250 games. Juan Vivaldi, 250 games. Uh, Toby Hauker, 300 games. I mean, there's a heap of others that have got 150 and 200 for their respective nations. So, you know, well, well done to those. Well done yeah. to umpire Peter Wright. 100 uh, international games for him. Earned his golden whistle there. Um, Max Caldas, 100 games coaching the Netherlands. And in tomorrow's semi-final, Daniel, you know? Daniel Beal and Seve yeah. Van Ass both will be playing the 150th game. I, I uh, noticed that Max has also been included in the Dutch water bottle throwing team for the next <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> uh, you got to love a coach that shows passion, though, don't you? Uh, mind you, I agree with him. It was a terrible call, I thought. Uh, what else have we got just before we leave, people? We'll be back with a preview of the semi-finals tomorrow uh, in the normal daily podcast. England versus Belgium. Australia versus Netherlands. I'm really looking forward to the hockey that's going to be played over the weekend. At least three of the games will be cracking games. I don't know how you go with the bronze medal match, but we'll see. What are you going to do with your time tonight? Tonight? Yeah. Probably sleep. Got some washing to catch up (laughs) on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think there's a strange lady that's in my house. I think I better go and introduce (laughs) myself to her. There's a, some young girl wandering around as well when I woke up this morning. I don't know what's yeah, going that's, on. That's your daughter. Anyway. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for your company over what has been so far a tremendous uh, World Cup. Yeah, well, let's not go without giving the goal of the day. Oh, the goal of the day, of course. Well, the generically sponsored goal of the day, Genesee, for love, for love, for hockey. Uh, what a what a goal! Uh, it was from the Netherlands. Uh, the 15th minute. We talked talked about it before. Games of hockey do have 15 minute quarters, and you've got to be on for the whole 15 minutes. And if there's anything India can take out of that particular game, it was what went on there. Well, there is under 30 seconds left in the first. Croissa to get the shot away, couldn't do so. India cling on to their narrow lead. It has been a first quarter that again has been hugely exciting, hugely inspiring for anyone taking in this edition Men's World Cup. The Dutch are celebrating, 
the umpire's going to check this Brinkman has his arm raised the ball is in the back of the net David Tomlinson I Mark think he's going to refer this himself yes he is this is a very big moment in the World Cup a very oh didn't get a touch there maybe one thing is for sure because there was a touch it the David I have a decision for you changed. the ball touched the stick of the Netherlands attacker and therefore he should award a goal <laughs> Uh, congratulations to Thierry Brinkman. An absolutely fabulous touch. Well done to the Dutch for understanding that the quarter does go for 15 minutes. Kiddies, watch that at home and learn from it. John, I see no reason to change your decision. <laughs> and that was the generically sponsored goal of the day. The Merco Preusser. Four-door luxury and reliability you can afford. Very good. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, for show uh, 17, was it, John? Two to go, mate. Two to go. Two to go, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be here, don't worry. Oh, I hope so. And we hope you will be too, don't forget. I reckon can... the audience hopes you're here as well. Don't forget to catch up with us on the social media on the way through to the final on Sunday. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook and on Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. And if you're struggling to find a player for the podcast, you can just go onto our website. There's a very easy little one on there that will play off any device at any time. And very quickly, not happy FIH. I, was, oh, I am so close to 100 Twitter followers... I, I was going to crack it. Have they not? Have they stopped following you? I was on 99, and I thought this is beautiful. I looked on my notification. Someone followed me. Yay! I'm 100. I clicked back. No, they. I've only got 99 now because FH umpires isn't there. Oh dear. I am not happy.